That was Standards there by Newcastle artist Jesse Morrison and Aimer and I are joined by Jesse right now. Thanks so much for joining us. How you going, guys? Thanks so much for having me on. We're delighted you've decided and agreed uh, to come on this evening. And just firstly, according to your bio, you only started playing guitar at the age of 16, which isn't that long ago. You're only 23 now. Um that's, is that right? You look, you look at yeah, your face. Um, yeah, okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're right. I think, yeah, 2016, so about five years ago. Um, yeah, so I think I just clicked 18. I was about to be 18 and decided I wanted to pick up this thing that made made noises. That's um, even more impressive because <laughs> the, the, we're just surprised because obviously, you, like we've just heard then, like you, you have clear talent. Um how, how did you pick it up so quickly then? Was it just sort of natural to you or did you have a really good teacher? It definitely wasn't natural. And um, I never actually got any lessons. I just um, basically sat there. I'd sit there for six hours a day after doing whatever I was doing and just sit there and watch YouTube videos on how to play chords to start off with. And then I'd throw myself into the deep end and try to learn a hard song. And I mean, I look back at the videos now and it sounded awful, but that was all just a bit of... Like it was just growth from the start to where I am now. And yeah, it just kind of all happened a bit quick. And then, yeah, got into the whole singing thing, which paid its dividends in the end. So it was simply a case of you just kind of being like, I'm going to throw myself in the deep end, play a difficult song or challenge myself with a difficult song and then just go for it. Yeah, for sure. Like I, I started off not even wanting to be this singer-songwriter. I was really set out to be a lead guitarist, um, didn't really, couldn't sing, didn't think I could sing at all um, and just basically wanted to just just rip some solos on stage and stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> so how then, what about your vocals? Were you vocally trained at all or was that also just naturally yeah, yourself? So I'd say about, it was about two and a half years ago, I, one of my friends, we were just having a jam at a party and I started just singing along to the song we were playing. And um, they basically just told me that I had a really, like they thought I could had a really nice sound. So then I like inquired at this local um, academy where they do lessons and stuff and that's where I met my good friend um, Sophia Berlin who's also a Newcastle artist um, and she gave me vocal lessons for a good year and a half and we really worked together and tailored and really got to work on this voice that I have today that I'm still working on but <laughs> we got there in the end. It's it's really cool. Like you're like living proof uh, of that you don't need to be like this childhood musician who's been playing a guitar since before they could talk to to like yeah. you know have a career in it and really push for that. Um, what would you say to people out there, uh, kind of like myself, who think that it's too late? <laughs> not not that I want a career. I just want to learn it. But I'm like, oh, it's, it's too late. Yeah. You know, I'm 24. No, it's, it's never too late to learn anything. Like I kind of. I got a bit like that last year where it was all a bit uncertain, like, oh, I'm late, like there's nothing I can't do, I can't break into the scene, you know, like um, it's obviously a huge setback at the moment, but I think anyone can learn anything they want to if you put enough time and determination into it. Um, It just takes time and you've just got to be, I guess, I guess you've got to love it. Um, If you want to really do something, you've really got to enjoy it. Whereas, so that's like a thing for like playing guitar and singing for me was like, I knew I wanted to try and do it as a job. So it was determination to really push myself beyond my limits and further um, to really make myself a better 
artist. And it's not just learning to play music was a bit of a late bloom. I mean, obviously, then that corresponded with being quite late on to the gigging scene. You only started Absolutely. gigging last year, is that right, or 2019? Yeah, I had um, my very first gig was at the University of Newcastle in this really – Absolutely no one in a courtyard, just playing to myself and the sound echoing off the walls and it was the best time of my life. Like it was <laughs> it was awesome. But um yeah, and then obviously the first uh outbreak hit and everything cancelled and that was just like a massive kick in the face because you know you work so hard for this thing for so long and you finally get yourself out there and there it goes. And so that first gig, did you get to play many after that or is it pretty much you had that um, and then, I, had, I mean, Newcastle, I suppose, has been a lot more open than the rest of us, so you got, would have had more opportunities. Yeah, so I played two um, before March, and then all the pubs and everything started closing until I think it was like June. I think it closed for a few months, like the pubs stayed closed. Um, and then once that opened, I really worked hard on like my whole, um, just e- I worked really hard on emailing and all of that stuff just because I wanted to, get better at it all because I really sucked at sending emails. <laughs> Join the <laughs> but, um, club. Yeah, I landed at um, a local pub in Newcastle called the Great Northern Hotel and I built a really good rapport with those guys and just ended up getting a bunch of gigs after that whole first outbreak happened and um, once everything opened back up and from there I started playing all around here and even going up and playing in venues up to up north in Taree and I've had the chance to go busking in Byron and stuff which was Good fun. I'll get onto that in a little bit because I did see you busking up in February. But um, when you started performing live, it was almost an opportune time to start doing it again as things were opening back up and as people were almost starving for for live music. So you almost picked a decent time to get your foot in the ring again. Um, And I also read that from playing live and from gigging, you sort of found a band and now, now that's sort of your way forward. You, instead of being a singer-songwriter, you now actually have a band behind you. Um, what was that process like? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that happened pretty like – it was the way I wanted to go musically. Um. So, from standards was kind of like a – it was a bit of a safety blanket for me when I was releasing a first single. I was a bit, bit like cautious of like, uh, I don't know what sort of music I want to put out. And this one was a really nice slow song that everyone I feel like could really – just get around and it's just a nice easy listening track and then with the second release state of uncertainty i um really wanted to go in for the full just out of nowhere full band sound um and yeah i met met up with the producer um darcy long who is also my guitarist and um now and um yeah we just decided to get to work and i met my drummer through him who he, uh, my drummer duncan brown plays in a lot of local bands like well uh, Southern End and Tumbo Pit and stuff. I don't know if you've heard of those. Um, and, yeah, we just kind of got to work all together and just had a lot of fun and then decided we were going to play some gigs together and ended up uh, making it to the grand final of the Newcastle Uni Band Comp, which was pretty epic. Do you ever tell you know, lead guitarist, be like, hey, just step aside. This has always been my dream. Let me slash out a solo whilst, and then I'll come back into the chorus and then you can just sort of do the rhythm section. <laughs> well, we've, um, we've, joked, we've joked about it before, but um, so, uh, I could never, I could never overtake him. <laughs> no, it's, um, 
I definitely put the whole guitar playing in the like in the backseat a little bit, so I could never really. I don't think I could rip a solo on stage in them anymore. <laughs> and, and creatively, what's it been like for you to do that transition, like to the band kind of setup, um, like both live and as a, as a songwriter yourself? Has that changed the way you do things? Has it been difficult for you to manage that transition, or is it quite seamless? Because it sounds like it. Yeah, so it was it was pretty seamless going into it. Um, it kind of just happened. We ha- I had all these like real like folky songs just sitting there and we really just flipped them on their head and turned them into this really cool, like which like super sick guitar melodies, um, which um, this new release Reptile um, shows a lot of in the chorus. Um, and yeah, it's just, it happened so quick and it just worked really well. But it also, writing wise, it kind of threw me a bit of a curveball because I've always been a sort of person that writes, I write slow. And then if I decide I want to pick it up, I can pick it up. Um, but lately I've been getting back to more my roots of like the folky stuff and kind of just feeling my way around where I want to go with music. It's a bit all over the shop. That sort of does lead me into my next question because you sort of said the full band is how you sort of envisaged when you started and then you sort of launched your solo project as more of a singer-songwriter. Now you've got the band behind you again. My question was going to be, what's the next logical step forward for you and for this project? Is it going to be a lot more of a bandy sound or is it going to mix and mash between a band and a you know more of a softer like standards that we just heard before? Yeah, I think um, the plan for now, I think, is definitely a bit of, a bit of a mixture. Kind of just show a bit of diversity, I guess. Because um, it is like, all in all, it is a singer-songwriter project that I'm working with here um but i have um tossed ideas to the boys of um starting a completely new alias for these songs that i write that are band songs that i really like wouldn't want on this jesse morrison page um so to speak like i would but um i think they'd suit better in a band scene where it's a completely different scene kind of thing so if you're saying you're a singer songwriter and you come out with this huge band song i think it like it could work a lot better with um, a band with a name behind it that's um, people don't think it's just one person running the show. Yeah, that sort of runs in line a bit too with the Central Coast artist Fletcher Pillen. He sort of started off similar to you and now we've sort of got a band behind him. Um, so I don't know whether we're worth it. Do, do you know Fletcher? No, no, I don't. Okay. But, um, yeah, I don't know if it's worthwhile reaching out to to him or not and just seeing, you know, how he sorts of balances because one thing we do know about Central Coast and Newcastle and these more sort of rural, I'm putting that in quotations, but, you know, not in the big city lights, it seems to be a very supportive sort of atmosphere around music. Have you found that as well up in Newcastle? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Um, as I was talking about before, the um, University of Newcastle band comp that was just run, um, we went into it just thinking we're going to have some fun, one our heat, and it, throughout the whole process, everyone was just like so supportive. It didn't feel like a competition at all. It was just a bunch of mates having a jam together. It felt like a big festival, um, and like which was which is really cool. Um, I've always said I'd really love to see a local festival happen where it's just local acts, none of these big acts coming in, just local acts coming in and just having fun the whole day. And yeah. But yeah, it's a really, really supportive scene up here. Well, down here. Up here? Up here. 
<laughs> up for up for us, but yeah, yeah, it's also you know maybe with someone's listening in Queensland, so it can be down for them too. Um, but yeah, the the local the this locally focused thing is something we've kind of wanted to do something in that realms of here at Homebrewed for some yeah. time. So maybe we'll have to do a Homebrewed Newcastle or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and get a gig going uh in terms of the community up in newcastle i mean you mentioned that your um band members play across a whole bunch of other bands uh that support can you see yourself jumping on gigs with other bands and does that kind of help with with that kind of gig arrangement i mean when we can do that again yeah absolutely um well yeah because when we formed the band and because people didn't really know about it um they just thought i was jumping up as just a soloist and Everyone was calling it the supergroup of Newcastle because <laughs> um, basically, what I've basically done here is, unbeknownst to me, grabbed really great artists from multiple different bands and just gelled them all together. And um, But yeah, com- those guys coming from all these different bands and like every- completely different genres, like there's a prog rock band, there's like, like just complete shredding constantly. Uh, there's like math rock. And then you've, my bassist is from a country band, so it's it all just like it just really gels together, and um, yeah, it works really well. And then yeah, getting gigs like support acts and stuff has um, really opened up because of that. How does that work then creatively? If the whole band are coming from different genres for their own personal backgrounds, like is it a very collaborative process, and you'll tweak things here and there, or are you sort of you know you're the main driving force behind the the songwriting and the style of the sound? Yeah, so so I write the songs, um, but um, I will come into a jam session and it'll be mayhem for about 15 minutes, everyone just playing bloody Metallica and all this shit. And um, yeah, and then we'll kind of just get into it and I basically just bring them a new song and we play it, we'll just sit there and play it five or six times over and at the end of the night we'll have a, um, we'll just have it all together and ready to go. And it's just, I think that's the best thing for me about having such talented musicians around me is that it makes me not have to work as hard to organize things for people. It kind of just happens. And it's, it's not even like we're working hard. It's just a bunch of mates in a room figuring out what sounds sick. Now, we are going to premiere your newest track, Reptile, in a in just a moment. But before we do, I'll look back around to when I saw you busking in Byron. This was in February early this year. Um, and when I saw you, I actually spoke to you for a little bit. And you said that you were wanting to go out there more regularly to play gigs. Uh, and you even hinted that a move might even be on the cards. Did you follow through on that or did COVID yeah. sort of dampen a lot of those plans? Yeah. Very, very dampened. Um, <laughs> we're supposed to be going up a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, we, the plan was just to go up a couple every couple of months and kind of poke my head in the scene up there. Because um, I've got a really good mate that's gone up there. He's just moved out there in his van and he's touring really well with like the likes of the Dregs and Felipe Boldemir and stuff. I don't know if you know those guys. Um, and yeah, doing really well for himself. Um, and I kind of just wanted to get up there pop into the scene because um, Newcastle's all all great but original music around here is not really sought after a lot of people are after you you know your three hour cover sets where you kind of you're not really growing your originality in your fan base kind of thing so definitely the plan is just to get myself out there as soon as this is over I'll be heading up and just trying to go all up and down the coast like I'd love to go down to Melbourne and all that stuff and just kind of just just spread my music 
spread the word. <laughs> it's a good way to do it. I mean, at least you have time to refine your sound, work on music, yeah. this and that in the meantime. So you're going to be ready to jump out the gates when it does, you know, finally end whenever that is. Um, but speaking of the music you've been refining, we are about to premiere your latest track, Reptile. Um, very excited about this one. Um, this one is going to be available everywhere uh, very soon. Is it a Friday release you've got planned for this? Uh, yeah, ne- uh, this Friday. It'll be 27th of August. <laughs> Beauty. Uh, tell us a little bit about this track. Um, what's what's it all about? Uh, what went into it? Uh, yeah, so it was written about a year and a half ago where I was just kind of just back when I was just sat in my room just pumping out these awful songs over and over and over they just didn't see the light of day and this one was another one that I kind of just wasn't really much of a fan of but I'd play it at live I played at live shows and I'd have my mates come up to me saying like that's really like it's stuck in my head all day the next day and that was a really cool thing for me to hear from people and also people that I didn't even know saying that um and yeah it kind of just came from a place where um it was just one of those typical awful relationships where it was just a big lead on for a couple of years. Um, and yeah, you'll hear in the chorus, like the lyrics are a little bit savage. Um, kind of when you think about it, like being, you're talking about a person here, it's, uh, but yeah, it's, I think I back it up with a bit of happy melodies behind it. <laughs> well, it is a, an approach now that with the whole band behind you, this newer track, you said you wrote it a year and a half ago. Was that with the band in mind or is this one of those ones that started out soft and then you adapted it to be a bit rockier? Yeah, so this one was just going to be a sort of, you know, just me, guitar, stomp box. Yeah, have a bit of synth in there, like just really minimal and then, yeah, took it to the guys and we rehearsed it and what we came up with was just something I couldn't pass up, which is what you're about to hear and it's, hopefully going to get stuck in your ears and yeah August 27th <laughs> just one quick one before we do hit play when you play something like this live um when we can get back to live gigging will that be a stomp box and a guitar for like a busking scene or will you try to do a full live show with a full band or will it be a bit of both yeah absolutely um it'll be so like i play it all the time just with myself with the stomp box and guitar but um definitely planning as soon as everything's over and um things start opening up a a nice big launch show will be in order with the band and just have a bit of fun a few local acts and yeah well there you have it we've got that to look forward to and we won't keep you waiting any longer we're about to hit planet finally right now uh this one is brand new stuff a premiere from us from jesse morrison uh with band uh this one is called reptile jesse thanks so much for chatting to us thanks so much for having me guys